Happy Monday, Road Trip and Fam, for you another brand new episode today on behalf of the Portland crew. Recently, the Blazers were in LA and had a chance to catch up with ESPN's Amin Hassan. Variety of topics are discussed, such as Amin's pick for this year's league MVP. He and Evan have two different choices. They talk the best fight in NBA history, going from a front office position to ESPN for Amin. What seems crazier, LeBron James missing the playoffs or Kobe Bryant missing the playoffs? And not to be forgotten, the moment Evan met Shaq at the age of 12. Such good insight, great stories. Let's get right to it. Brooke, it's all you, girl. Thank you so much, Allie Girl. We are road tripping once again with, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, E.T. E.T., how are you feeling? I'm feeling great, man. It's beautiful Cali weather. Yeah. Oh, Enjoying myself, a little 65 degrees, nice breeze. Oh, the sun got, is out. That's all I care Got the orange about. tint glasses on. I'm, you know, that, that's pretty much is highlighting, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. In a sense of how I'm really feeling, you know? Um, yeah, inside. I love when you wear glasses inside. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> well, we have a very special guest because we are, well, I guess you're not even in L.A., but you're oh, just happy to be in L.A. I thought you could say, well, I guess you're not even special for real. I guess you're not really shit for real. Because we're yeah. in L.A., we got you, but we yeah. just happened to get you. I mean, El Hassan, uh, I, ESPN analyst, amongst many other things we'll get into. You've been in the NBA world for a very long time. We appreciate you joining us. I appreciate it. Thank you. Let's start with... I guess back when you were with the Phoenix Suns, that's kind of where you kind of started, I would say. Yeah, that's where the meaningful, like there's stuff yeah, that happened you, before that. You probably did a lot of groundwork, a lot of yeah. hours of like other people's work prior to uh, getting to it. You know what? It's like the, I'm saying you could have started in film room. You could have started, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. a lot of like just Grind dirty that work. work. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. No, no. The dirty work definitely happened in Phoenix. There was dirtier work that happened before that <laughs> yeah. in New York and in Atlanta, but like Phoenix is... I, Phoenix is the only reason why I think I even have a job because, and I say this all the time, I could have worked six years for the Clippers at, mm-hmm. during that era or for the Bucks during that era. I wouldn't be where I am today because when I was in Phoenix, Steve Kerr was our general manager. Mm-hmm. David Griffin was our assistant general manager. Right. Mike D'Antoni is the head coach. Then Alvin Gentry. Oh, wow. Yeah. We had Shaq. We had Grant Hill. We had Steve Nash. We had Amar Stoudemire. We had Sean Marion. We played the style of basketball that basically is what everyone's trying to do right now. Mm-hmm. It was, it was just like being in Def Jam in the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Being, I mean, being just like the guy who got lunch or whatever yeah. in, during that time. And so I got to learn a lot from thinkers of the game, but also, I'll be honest, man. I get to tell people, oh yeah, yeah, me and Shaq. I know Shaq. Like that's oh, the only yeah. reason I know Shaq. <laughs> that's kind of where I was gonna go next. Like, yeah. tell me about Shaq. Being around Shaq mm-hmm. all the time. I mean, I have a. Fe- I, you feel like you know him because you watch him obviously on TNT, and he's so, you know, outspoken, and he's he's all about his personality is just he's huge. But I just want to know, like, being around and what kind of guy is he like? I would say first of all, the Shaq you see on TV is. I'm not gonna say different. I'm just gonna say it's based on a true story, but the <laughs> real Shaq behind closed doors, is, I feel like, is funnier, oh. is incredibly smart, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people watch, Shaq's an idiot, da 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 oh, yeah. And I'm like, he's doing that because he likes to goof off and he likes, and sometimes he's just going for the joke. Mm-hmm. But like the guy that I got to know in the you know year and a half or whatever he was with us in Phoenix, he, he was, I, I was blown away by, like, I, I tell people this, I never heard of Skype until Shaq. <laughs> Straight up. Oh, yeah. Or he's one of the first people on Twitter, too. Right? Twitter. Like, yeah. there's so many things, and it's not just, like, little social media things. I'm talking about technology. Mm-hmm. He would come in with gadgets and stuff and say, hey, uh, find me a man. Like, he he once came in with, um, 
He used to go to Walmart every night. Don't ask me why. Well, why? No, I want to know why. I used to go to Walmart every night. Every night? Damn there. I mean, you about the DVD basket. So you just don't, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying regularly. I'm telling you, every night he's there. Same Walmart. He'd go in there, and then he'd just buy stuff. And then he'd come back, and so he bought... I don't even think they sell it. I think he bought it from someone at Walmart, like paid. Oh cash. my gosh! You know the 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 scanner so that they know the inventory. Yeah. yeah. He comes in with it and he says, puts it on the table, says, "This is also a GSM phone." <laughs> and I'm like, okay. He's like, find me the manual, print it out. <laughs> so he goes to practice. I'm like, all right, let me I look up the 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 code off the thing. Mm-hmm. And, oh, sure enough, there's a manual online, 500 pages. Oh Printed out five hundred pages because I'm like I'm not gonna sit here and read through this. Well, of course not. So I like left the stack right there. He comes in and said, "You got it." I'm like, "It's right there." <laughs> you got it. <laughs> he said, "The whole thing." I said, "That's the whole manual." I'm not gonna search through it. I got other things to do. So he said, "Sits down on the floor in the video room." And I swear to God, page for page, throw this away, throw this away. And he like basically ends up with like the twelve pages that are relevant oh and walks out with it. Gosh, that's crazy. But you know. The, my favorite Shaq story, I'll tell you, t- like, in terms of to illustrate how different he is from being on TV yeah. to um, to real life. It was Super Bowl weekend 2015. It was in Phoenix. I'm in a hookah spot. Shaq walks in. Uh, he's like, hey, man, what's up? Da, da, da. And then he says, who do you think is going to win it this year? This is the first the year of the first Warriors title, right? Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I was like, who do you think is going to win it, big fella? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking he's going to say the Warriors are too soft. They shoot too many threes. He said, Golden State, nobody's going to stop them. And I said, what do you mean? He's like, they got too much, too much, too many shooters. They're mm-hmm. too good. And I'm thinking as he's talking, I'm saying, how many people look at Shaq and think Shaq is going to just say something like, pound it inside, give yeah, it to the yeah. big man. Mm-hmm. They're soft. They don't have any bigs. Da, da, da. But he knew where the game was going. And he saw it. Like, this is like January, end of January. Uh, before the, you know they won a championship, obviously in June. So mm-hmm. six months before they win a championship, he's like unequivocally, no one's gonna stop him. Wow. And then he pulls out his phone and he shows me a video of his son Sharif. And at the time, I mean, this is so Sharif was probably gonna yeah. be a freshman in high school yeah. or something. Right around there because he's a freshman in college yeah. right now, right? So he's Sharif's obviously really tall but skinny, mm-hmm. and everything on the video is shooting threes. Yeah. And he said, "I taught him. I said, I don't want to see you in the paint. Whoa. I want everything." So I'm like, this man, like, he not just, it's not lip service. He's yeah, telling no, you, yeah. I believe this is the direction of the game so much. My own son is going to play like this, right? Like like, yeah. like the Warriors do, right? And so that to me is like, okay, that's the Shaq I know. Yeah. And the Shaq on TV is the, the one that how many rings you got, Chuck? Yeah. Shut up. Like <laughs> no. It's funny, but, like, that's not yeah. quite who he is. No, I got a funny Shaq story, and it actually taught me, like, how to, you know, treat people or treat you know, get back or whatever. I was like 12 years old, and um, I can't remember one form or another, but my aunt, I guess she had set it up where, you know, Shaq was going to meet with some local kids mm-hmm. at a studio. You know what I'm saying? So at one point, I'm like, this has to be crazy because I'm from Chicago, right. so they were in town playing a bull. So I'm 12, so this is probably 2000, 2001. Right. This is like Shaq mania. It's yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. When, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, bro, there's no way, like, this is possible. I'm just going to go meet Shaq, and, like, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't pay. Like, like, yeah, like, yeah, I think I'm going to have some excuse. He didn't show up. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I felt yeah. like I had to. I'm like, bro, I, I didn't get like straight A's. Or, you know what I'm saying? I thought like I had, I had to put something in the universe for something that's amazing to happen. You know what I'm saying? So dead ass, like when we walk in, it's like me, my brother, and like probably 10 or 11 other little kids from the West Side. 
and we're just in a room. I'm, I'm st- and we're at, we're at a studio actually. I'm like, man, this is not. This ain't. This can't be possible. Still skeptical. Yeah, you know. So we walk up in there. Twist is in there, mm-hmm. and then a diesel comes in. And not only does he come in, he uh, he came in like with a bunch of basketball signed it signed it for us, and he literally kicked it with us for like three hours. Wow. Legit three hours. That's like, awesome. Like a night before his games, just chilling, like recording, like treated us like gold. It was like the biggest. It was like one one of the best days of my life. Like That's legit. So cool. I got like a picture That's when awesome, I was man. being twelve year old me with Shaq. Not, is it weird when you look back at you I'm assuming you still have the picture. Yeah, of course, of course. Like, is it weird when you look back, you're like, I was just a kid and now yeah, no. I'm, I'm playing and he's got a remark about my like my mm-hmm. game. Yeah, no, it is crazy. I mean, it's a blessing for sure because back then all it was was just a dream. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when it comes down to it, it's like um, it's like where, where, one, where, where did the time go? And then two, it's like, man, I wonder if he remembers. But then at the same time, it's like when you hear, you know, tons of times when people talk bad about athletes or whatever else, it's like, no, this is this is who oh, that yeah. person is, or like. Much more than a basketball player, I remember Shaq for you know for being yeah. Yeah, for what type of person he yeah. is and mm-hmm. what he's done for people and you know what I'm saying you know just just in general just the positive energy he's brought to mm-hmm. the world in general. So that was that was definitely one of the coolest times and I always remember like go outside your way to make somebody else smile. Yeah. He definitely did that for us and a bunch of people. He didn't even know like little kids he had no clue about. That's that's what I think is so admirable because like I'm you you were around them you're still around obviously the NBA lifestyle. When I say lifestyle, I mean just like the ins and outs this is the circle the circle like i'm i don't even get to watch your practices but i go and talk to you guys after then so you're practicing you have shoot arounds then you have games and then you're tied up literally all of the nba season and then of course postseason just the fact that guys make time when they're in a certain city like Shaq. he's in chicago i'm gonna do this like you have to carve out like it's just like we're doing this right now right right carve out time to do something like that and that's what i think is so admirable and so cool but you know what the weird thing is you do, but you also there's so much wasted time. There's yeah, a lot of guys. I know, absolutely. absolutely. Like, but you nah, can just rest up. Yeah, it's, it's, or, not, or just not, I don't feel like it. Like, mm-hmm. say, okay, I'm going to do this, and then not do it. And then those are the guys that when their career is done, mm-hmm. yeah, they they're no. scrambling because the downtime is really the time when you're supposed to be doing all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Invest, investing in yourself, most importantly. Investing in yourself, right. absolutely. And, and spending the time to make connections with people, mm-hmm. to learn something different on the side, to get to know who the people are, who should I know in mm-hmm. this business, in this industry. And a lot of guys, I, mean, I don't want to sound like, you know, chastising parent, but like a lot of guys don't do that. A lot of guys mm-hmm. are just like, man, let me get on this 2K or this FIFA. And, yes. I, and, that's, and that's my downtime. Yeah, yeah no, no, I, I, I know it's that too. You really have to set a schedule in order yeah. to better yourself in the end. Like at the end of the day, like my, you know, my mentor, like my father figure, you know, Coach Mullins, he always makes sure I'm reading a book. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or he'll ask me, like, he'll send me info or, or articles, like, what do you think about this topic? Or, you know, if he hears me go to a rap concert, he's like, all right, now go see a show on Broadway or go, right. go find stuff outside of game of basketball because it's so much more to it. And then along those lines, you, you make connects and you, you fall into the right type of people that, you know, open more doors for you. And in the, in the end is, you know, I guess, and, and, you know, when you treat people right and do right, mm-hmm. it all comes you back. You know what's funny? The the hard for me, I, I think about myself personally, I, this actually happened to me All-Star Weekend. I was uh, I was at this, this little private dinner or whatever, and there were a lot of big wigs in there. Like one of the guys that was in there was the founder of YouTube was in there. Oh, wow. And... 
I began to feel real self-conscious because I realized I don't know how to network. <laughs> now, I know how to ne- connect with people yes. who I feel like I have a connection with. Oh, I feel with. that same exact so way. I, I could talk to basketball players. I could talk to media right. people. Whatever. Yeah. But you talk about someone who's like a billionaire. I'm like, I don't know. What, to, what do I say mm-hmm. to them? And mm-hmm. that's the biggest, tra- like I would say for players, the biggest thing you should learn how to do is talk to rich, powerful people mm-hmm. because that's the thing that's going to get you ahead in life. Um, that's that's what this opportunity is for. Oh, no, you have course. the you have the opportunity to meet and talk to these people in a way that a lot of people don't. So, like that that's that's the crazy thing. But I was sitting there, I was just sitting in the corner, and it, the YouTube guy ended up talking to me. You know, like, right. <laughs> and he probably <clears throat> thinks your life is super cool. Yeah. No, you know what I mean? I don't know. He, 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 I think no, he came in a helicopter. So <laughs> All right, have fun with that Uber, man. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll see you later. That's great. So during like, for instance, like your time in Phoenix. I always thought this, and since we brought up Shaq, mm-hmm. and obviously that Suns team, they changed the game. Steve Nash opened up the door right. for all kids in Canada. Shout out to Canada. <laughs> Shout out to Kelly Olenek. What up, boy? <laughs> That's my guy. But um, I'm saying, and, and shoot, shout out to Canada talent in general because I, I, can't, I can't wait for a couple more years. Like They might be battling for the gold, Olympic gold. I I'm still American, you know what I'm saying? But still, it could be up the top. It, it's, it's a team you're going to have to worry about. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. But I'm saying, like, when it came down to it, I want to know if Shaq, if there was ever talk or any type of, like, envy or just salt that Steve Nash won two MVPs. Oh. And Shaq, what was he averaging during that time, like 30 and 15 it was, or something? It wasn't, it wasn't salt. It was just like. What the he, hell? He just like, says it out <laughs> of the open. That ain't a secret. But I think for us, we always felt like, Steve's impact, like Shaq was Shaq, and we all get it. But Steve took a team that was, without Steve, probably not a playoff team, and came within a, a breath of winning a championship twice, right, in those two MVP years. And so, I, and I think that's what it was about. It was about kind of understanding that MVP doesn't necessarily mean the guy that scored the most points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. MVP is the guy that is creates success yeah. around him. Yeah. And for us, uh, no one was more valuable than us. And, you know, I, obviously I work with both of those guys, but, you know, I get in this argument all the time on the jump because Steven Jackson tries to say stuff, and I'm like, nah, man, you're not going to do that. Not not to my two-time, man. No, no, <laughs> no, for sure. No. But, but I, get, I mean, if I were Shaq, I'd feel... I feel how Shaq felt, right? or, or even Co- or even uh, Jelly Bean, Jelly Bean's son. Well, see, <laughs> him is different because when you look at his the year where people say he should have won, I'm like, uh, he, they he, won 45 games, like, yeah. and they were a seven seed or whatever. Like, uh, I, that that's not a conversation yeah. to me. But Shaq was on the best. I think they were the one seed in the East, if not one or two. It was, you know, and he obviously had a, a tremendous year, and it just, you know. For whatever reason, he didn't he didn't win it. So, uh, I I I, I get his argument. I guess mm-hmm. is what I'm yeah. saying. Even though I still think the right guy won it. So, like when we talk, you know, it's kind of a, a back and forth. People, you know, argue about this all the time. When you when you just kind of touched upon it, like most valuable player is it most valuable player to the team? Is it the most valuable player in the league? Mm-hmm. When you look at it, I guess if you had to choose right now for this season, who would you pick and why? This is a tough year because I, I have so much respect for the different situations that everyone's operating in. You start with Giannis. He's been great from jump ball. I, I think so. Let me start with this. I always, I always say two things. One is it's always the 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 award is not MVP. It's the 2018-2019 MVP. So mm-hmm. I get an argument with Rachel Nichols all the time. Mm-hmm. Rachel says, well, "If you know LeBron's the best player, then how can you not give him MVP?" Yeah, I said, that's crazy. I know he's the best player, yeah. but I'm not, I can't go off of a five year span. Well, especially with what's going on right now. We're, yeah. More, <laughs> this is more last year. This yeah, is yeah. more last year. Okay. So I I say that I can't go off of. 
a five-year span. Mm-hmm. I got to go from opening night to last day of the regular season. Mm-hmm. And LeBron last year in Cleveland, he wasn't at his best all the time. And I know why. He's, he's conserving energy, so he, he's got a deep playoff run. I'm not mad at it. That's his priority. That should be his priority. But what I'm saying is I can't then give him credit for something that he didn't actually do, even if I'm 100% positive that he could do it if he wanted, right? Yeah, that makes sense to me. I mean, 28-8-8 eight and eight is <laughs> it, great. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's great, but yeah. you look at the other years that the other guy, like Harden had last year, I'm like, Harden had a better year, right? So talking this year, we'll just let's name the candidates real quick. Okay. and then So you got Giannis, you got Paul George, you got Harden, you got Kawhi. Uh, who else am I missing? Dame was up there for Dame, a while. I guess Russ. Russ. Sure. Well, I don't know. Russ, it Number, feels like because yeah. he, he kind of took that step back for PG. Yeah. So I think Russ is off that list. Yeah. I mean, um, but he's still close to a triple double. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They some high. So, so those, are your, those are your main guys, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So Giannis, I give credit for He's been great from day one until like he hasn't had a hiccup. That team hasn't had a hiccup. They're yeah. the best team in the league record-wise. They're top three in offense, top three in defense. He's a big reason for that. And that's a big deal. Top three in offense. I was and, like, damn, offense and defense. And defense, right? And so, and knowing that he's their best offensive player and probably their best defensive player too. And then, you know, he's got one all-star as a teammate, Chris Middleton. Yeah. And then everybody else is pretty much guys getting where they fit in. Yeah. You look at PG, you say same thing as far as since the beginning of the year. He's been great. He's been great on both sides of the yeah. ball. They're uh, they're top Three defense for most of the year. Team's not as good, so I'm like, okay, that's that's a little bit of a behind mm-hmm. on on uh, Giannis there. Harden had a st- stretch in the middle where he was unreal, unreal, yeah, right? January was crazy. Right? Yeah, and then since everyone got back healthy, he's played at a high level. Yeah. But everyone keeps talking about they were 14th in the West, and now they're looking at maybe even a three seed. Like, yes. But they're 14th in the West because the first month and a half of the season, mm-hmm. they weren't good, and he wasn't at his best yeah, either. Yeah, his hamstring. Yeah, he was, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're Whatever right. the reason. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I can't, to me, on my scale, I can't give him the same credit for. Because he started the first game of the season. Because Giannis started the first, like, whoop, the jump ball yeah, went up. Consist- and yeah, the consistency. The consistency means mm-hmm. yeah. something, even though Harden's peak might be higher than anybody else's yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kawhi missed too many games, and team wins when he doesn't play yeah that means something I, again i'm not knocking him he's still great mm-hmm. but maybe like not i know if Giannis missed any of those games milwaukee wouldn't be any anywhere close to 500 for sure no you, you know you're right I, i'll say this because it's, it's hella tough because obviously i think Giannis is gonna win it yeah i think what he did like you just said is impressed top three in defense and offense and when you break it down to a certain extent their roster ain't really that sexy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, their third best scorer, I mean, no disability or anything. Nah, but it's, it could be Lopez. Like, yeah. Lopez let that, like, and maybe I'm tripping on that, but it's like, Giannis, unreal. But the cold, the coldest this year, and I, I'm saying it, I think Dame said it. Mm-hmm. I felt the same way the year, I think, Steph won, won his first or second MVP. Right. I thought James Harden should have won it. Is Paul George? He's at a completely different no, he, level. No, he's been amazing. Like guarding him, he's, he's at a completely different level where it's not even, it's a jo- it's a joke. Is that a? Well, you're the one playing against these. Oh guys. no, I'm, so, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm legit. Like, like, eventually, once the excuses stop raining, and I'm like, man, this month, this motherfucker just cold. Yeah. Like, like he's at a different level, just straight up guarding. It's just guarding him defensively. 
the games he's had this year, especially yeah. like how he's bounced back from like the last two years where he's kind of uh, unreal. He's, he's been tremendous. At some point, I'm just like, I, like I'm looking for what are the separators. Because Gian, mm-hmm. Giannis, I've never seen a guy, they say, a guy who's unstoppable, and they say, man, if he can shoot, man, then it's like he's doing all that and he can't shoot. Mm-hmm. That that's I mean that that's the tough thing. You talk about his. Uh, I can't remember a guy who gets to the rim so easily. Uh, he be traveling a little bit too. Right? <laughs> now we added a new move for homie now too, bro. It's like that's a travel. That is a trap. That's a travel also. That's a travel. That, that, that exa- this is a travel too. <laughs> hey, travel. Hey, <laughs> but no, Giannis. No, but he's a dog. Giannis is nah, a dog yeah. and a motor and his his energy levels. And and the the tough part of these conversations is if you pick somebody, it's automatically going. Oh, you're not yeah. like. Yeah, I, I, they're all MVP caliber. Mm-hmm. Like they're all to yeah. be MVP caliber means, man. Like if yeah. you won MVP, they're not gonna set cars on fire and yeah, lie in the streets. Sure. Like, no, no, who? Like a mean one MVP. <laughs> right, then you can get mad, but like all these names, I feel like a legitimate yeah. names. No, that's unreal, bro. That's a great group, and I think what Giannis has done this year has been unbelievable. It's just like sometimes you can't really do it, and I respect what you said about the. About the consistency, because some people might scream the January the James hat. Yep. And it's like, all right, like yeah, the craziest at its peak was crazy, and then you know, obviously to be Paul, he might not have been great up and down, right. but you know, kind of switch that lane or whatever. When people ask me like who might be the coldest, I'll say pound for pound the coldest. If you had to do their best versus anybody's best that right. very second. Oh, we also forgot KD. And, and well, no, they, they they made a they made a deal a long time ago that none of them will ever win anything. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> that's hey, that's the deal you got. No, make. no, but this person I'm saying at their very best, the coldest pound for yeah. pound, and you could correct me. Right. I think it's Kyrie. Really? Out of everybody in the league? I'm saying like uh, I'm saying like I'm, I like Kyrie a no, lot. No, 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 I'm talking about like Kyrie big I'm saying like at his peak. I'm not right. saying consistently. I'm no, saying no, at no, his at peak. At his peak? I mean, Kyrie game 7. Like I'm saying think about Kyrie's history and like think about like some of the big moments. He rises in all big moments for the most No, the absolutely. Most part. That's absolutely. what I'm saying. I'm saying absolutely, right yeah. then and there. I'm saying right then and there. I'm not talking about like hey Go get Kyrie. Go do this no, and no, the other, but but a lot. Talking about like in big in clutch moments. Clutch he's moments. Definitely, he's definitely right up there. Or I mean, a lot. Then Kyrie is a problem. He's a bit like what he has in skill set is it's a problem. Problem. Like, your, just, but your guys like that too. They, oh, Dame's like, yeah, yeah, Dame, yeah. Like Dame. Yeah, Dame's nasty. He, but, yeah, like yeah, Dame, in those moments, especially. Like I mean, I'm, Dame's nasty, just nasty. Like, but especially a, in those moments. Oh no, you know yeah, yeah, you know, big balls, big corners. Well, when when we played them, that was like a big thing the following day, like. I, remember, I can't remember who was talking about it, but who's more, not even valuable, but maybe who's colder, Dame or Kyrie, and there was a lot of conversation about that. I mean, Dame, it's just... It's different, though. It's just so, different. it's so different to explain, because like, Dame has, like, what he is is just explosive and amazing. Yeah. And Kyrie has some stuff where you're like, bro, the, the kid's born, you know what I'm saying? He has a yeah. natural gift mm-hmm. for certain things, but... The, the thing that, I like, for me, Kyrie and Steph are probably two of my favorite guys to watch, because... Even though they come from athlete bloodlines and everything, I look at their game and I say, that stuff is all skill. It ain't because they're bigger than anybody. Yeah. It's not because they're yeah. explosive. Absolutely. It's not it's literally That's why I said pound for pound. Yeah. Like they don't have they don't have a, a they mismatch don't, in any sense. Right. Like KD is seven feet. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and he has That's a skill set. Yes. Like Kyrie and, and Steph, they might bench press one of five four times. Right. And they're and they're you know what I'm saying? It's like with Isaiah. Isaiah was five nine. Yep. Like, 
what what advantage do they have besides being just skilled, good skilled? at basketball? Yeah, you like, know what I'm saying. Literally like, good. Like, yeah, because you could say yeah. something about Giannis. It's like, all right, if Giannis is six six, is it the same it's, thing? No, nah, it's probably not. No disrespect, yeah, to Giannis. No disrespect. You understand you know, what I'm saying? We're like, born with what we're born with, but like these are the guys who are probably doing the most with the least. Should we say yeah, that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's good. I'll say this, and I always think it's just crazy. When you walk in the league or people get drafted, you kind of say, you know this guy's winning a championship. You know this guy's winning a championship. Mm-hmm. Nobody thought ever said, like, Steph is going to be the, best, champ- the yeah. best player in the league. Best player in the league. Yeah. But then also go at the head honcho, head-to-head, LeBron James. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you need, like, a, like, obviously the Warriors were great. Like, 2016 or whatever, they were great, and they had a lot of pieces. But, like, at that time, it's still somewhat even. Even when Kyrie went down, in my personal opinion, it wasn't, like, the craziest, but, like, you I, still had Kevin Love. Oh, oh yeah. wait, we hurt Kevin Love. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. They, 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 shoulder. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. I'll take that back. But I'm saying, but Steph, nobody thought he won a championship coming into the league. You couldn't say that and say why. You know? I, I, I would say we thought in Phoenix because when we were scouting Steph Oh, yeah. Curry, yeah, yeah. You we, guys were high on We were, like, that was our whole, like, this dude is the next Steve Nash. You knew you know, that. That's that's you know, yeah. David Griffin was the one who gave him the nickname, code name Black Nash. <laughs> so we say, how did Black Nash do last night? And then, because um, a lot of people when he because he started as a two guard. Yeah, but he was hurt a lot too. Yeah, but like the main thing was people were like, he's too tiny to play two, yeah. and he don't have any point guard skills. And we're like, that's, no, he could really pass. Like, he could pass. He's yeah, he all these pass. passes. And we were, like we started watching, and you know he plays at Davidson, so the level of talent is you know yeah, no disrespect course. to those yeah. guys, but not great, right? So he's throwing passes where like that's that's, that's a, a bucket, great, yeah, at a, a high level D one yeah, school sure. at the at Davidson, mm-hmm. yeah. it's a oh fumbled out of bounds or missed yeah. layup, whatever. <laughs> so there's a guy, and I hate to do that. the guy. Look, I don't have to, the guy had a great career playing in Europe. His name is Andrew Lovedale. He yeah. played on Davidson. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We used to, he used to mess up like some of these things. We say, "Oh, that was a Lovedale." Meaning, like he should have been an assist, but it wasn't. Shout out to Lovedale, man. No, hey, I, hey, I love you, bro. I don't know what he doing no, no, no. right now. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Yeah, because one of his friends hit me up on like Twitter like two years ago. Like, hey, man, da da da. Like, that's not cool. I'm like, look, man. I'm glad that he had a great career playing overseas, made money playing this game. That's that's beautiful. But but almost, I'm just telling you. This you almost is, ruined Steph's life. No, it's, <laughs> <laughs> long story so, short, you could have blew it. We would say, like, how did Black Nash do last night? He had 28 points, six assists, and seven Lovedales. That's so funny. Like, literally, that's how it, that was, the report <laughs> would be like that. So <laughs> I'm going to start saying that. That's hilarious. I got a funny story, kind of similar to that. Yeah. So, um. My buddy, I got a question for you when you're done with this story. But I got, I'm anxious for that question actually. <laughs> but um, so Jake Diebler, he played at Valparaiso, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, he played with this dude named Jared. It's um, Jared Lloyd. Lloyd. So it's Jewel Lloyd's right. older brother. Yeah. All right. So he played right. So they're they're playing Butler on TV. This is when Brad Stevens was still there and everything. Valpo Butler. That's a big game mm-hmm. injury. Mm-hmm. I know a big uh big rivalry, rivalry game. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess they're up by like one or two or something like that. So <laughs> I guess Jerry, he might not have been like the best free throw shooter, but you know, right. game on, they're like games on TV. He held the ball to get fouled and right, stuff. Right, right. We're also telling him like, "Yo, I'm good. I got I'm this." Good. <laughs> <laughs> they say he missed the. F- I think he airballed the first one. <laughs> missed the second one. Oh. <laughs> they go, <laughs> they go get the rebound. Obviously, Brad, a genius, draws up a play. Luck is always on his side. 
somebody hits the game winner, you know what I'm saying? So afterwards, when when he, when he airballed the free throw and shit, they started being like, oh, you went to Jared's. Like, oh, no. Oh, oh, you, oh, 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 like you airballed, but oh, 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 you went to Jared's. Oh, no. Okay, you went to Jared's. Okay, I see you. Oh, you went to Jared's today. That's, oh, that's crazy, huh? That's messed up. That's, that's, that's almost. That's worse than Lovedale's. I don't know, bro. That Lovedale, like 28 points, six assists, seven Lovedale's. Bro. That's like, hilarious. Little Z, no, he's, he, he's moving around the NBA. <laughs> the yeah. NBA offices for the wrong reason. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that cracks it. Well, now I'm really excited for your question for ET as well. Okay, so so 2009, year. you had a really good year in, in at Ohio State. Was that my sophomore year? It was the year before you came out. Yeah, that's my sophomore. And year. literally all throughout the year, I'm telling everybody in the office, he's gonna be in the draft. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Look at the year he's had. There's no way he's going back to school. And then you end up going back to school. Now, obviously, you proved your draft yeah. stock tremendously. Because you would have been probably, if you came out in 2009, you probably would have been 13, 14, 15. That's funny. Larry Bird always says it because uh, my agent at the time was David Falk. And he mm-hmm. was like, when we had talked as me with agents, he was like, yo, come go back to school because you might you don't know where you'll get picked at. Right. And Larry Bird used to be like, no, his ass would win a lottery because I would have yeah. picked him on my pick. You know what I'm saying? But so what, Okay, so that's that was my question. Like, what made you – because that's – look, if someone – it's it's a you know, it's a gamble. Yeah. Like, someone – Tells you, yo, you're gonna be a first round pick, uh, maybe even a lottery pick. But if you go back to school, play one more year for free, mm-hmm. where you could get hurt and all types of other things could happen, mm-hmm. you could go as as high as second. Yeah. Or you could, you know, get yeah, hurt. I broke and, my back. Yeah. And yeah, but I mean, that, I mean, is how much stock do you put into like you can say you were a top three draft pick, or is it just like you, you want to no, be the first round? No, I'm gonna keep it one thousand with you. So like, and this. This is I wouldn't ever tell a kid this now, considering like I didn't comprehend and I didn't have any worries of of you know I had full faith that things would work out. Work out. There's yeah. just a faith. I just thought you know I, I didn't ever think about it, but we didn't. What did we do? We we, we got the first round bump. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We didn't win like a Big Ten tournament, like or a Big Ten conference or anything like that. And honestly, like at that point, that meant a lot to me. Like. Just not leave a school and not do anything, right? Like, you know what I'm saying. On top, I thought like y'all can d- develop a little bit more. You know what I'm saying. I, I kind of I talked to Archie Miller. He's like, hey, you might have to, you know, get a little better. You, you, you don't know what can happen. You go to the draft or one of these workouts, and they could find all these weaknesses and flaws. Obviously, coaches recruiting you back, right? They keep on hunting with you. But to me personally, I was like, bro, I'm gonna make. You know, I always been on like a name type of situation, yeah. more so for like me personally and like just personal personal values and shit. So, like, I was like, I'm coming back. I'm just going to kill one more year, make sure I get everything I want out of college. I enjoy school. Like, you know what I'm saying? But obviously when you break it down now and stuff's adding up and everything, like, business-wise, it wasn't a smart thing to do whatsoever. Because we are like, there's no chance. Why would yeah. he come back? No, 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 yeah, whatsoever. Why would he come back? No, whatsoever. It wasn't the smartest <laughs> thing to do. It wasn't the smartest thing to do whatsoever besides my own wants. Your pride. Like, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, my you, own pride. You, yeah. wanted, you wanted your legacy yeah, no, of at course. Ohio State to be something. Yeah, no, no, of course, of yeah. course, of course. And at the end of the day, it was like, yo, you only get one chance at college. And at that time, to me, I would never tell a kid to do this. But at the same time, I, like, knew, like, bruh, if I want to go get it, I'm going to go get it. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, of course, when it comes down to it, most kids are going to straight up be like, give me them millions, give me those millions. And when I talked to my agent at that time, prior to or whatever, I was thinking about leaving. He was like, hey, you know, he put in a business sense. of like, you might go 13th pick and you might, you know, they might send you down, you know, to the D-League. Right, you might right. not play too much. You yeah. might not be value set. Or you can go back, get better. If you're as good as everybody says you are, win college player of the year, 
move your draft your draft stock up higher and then when it comes down to endorsements you this may be you might make 15 or 20 more million dollars just by chilling for eight more months Got you. and i walked out of college my first five years i already had 40 million slotted yeah. I, you, you know what I'm saying? More so than I don't know how I would have handled. Yeah. I would have handled like you, you know, never know. Yeah, you would have yeah, no, ended up. Oh and, no, no, but of course. But if I was talking to a kid or anything yeah. else like that, it's like yo, this is your career, bro. Like this is what matters, and you know. But luckily, it worked out the best way it worked out. But yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking because I, I had a pretty great year that year in a sense. But when, when I look, always like on Twitter, and, and when you when like they retweet you or you retweet retweet Ohio State stuff, like you were just like a god when you were at Ohio State. I just want to know like what was the what was the college experience like for you there? I was um I was still like very green in a sense. So like I was still like, you know, I was like, were you still dating fours? Or were you, yeah, I was still. No, no, I want to. Come on, shout out to all the ladies, man, that believed it. No, shout out to ladies that believed in me before I, I made it. Uh, you, you are appreciated. Oh, there's, a, there's a call back there. No, no, I'm about to say, right now, oh, no, no, no. Okay. Some girl that dated Evan his freshman year in college. Hey! No, no, no. I would have been like, yeah, yeah, it was no, ugly. Like, no, no. Explain why I no, said that. No, had so, a good time. So back in the day, you know, I went to like an all boys school. I went to St. Joe's. So, yeah. So yeah. Hoop Dreams and all that. Yeah. So it's all boys school. You know, so when it comes down to it, like, I wasn't, like, really, like, out and about with chicks. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. I needed, like, warm up. So I used to always say when people want the baddest chick, I'm like, bro, forget the baddest one. Like, give me the five back there. <laughs> give, me, give me a solid. Yeah, <laughs> let, let me warm up. Let me walk into it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. like Break a sweat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We, 17, some, yeah, some of the girls, like, man, like, shit, I'm not ready for you right now, baby. Like, you feel that's me? a lot. Yeah, no, that's yeah, a lot of so, work. So a, work. Work, a lot of commitment. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just not. Like, you, you might have. You know, back in high school, that re- that was real love back then. You might have me up all night thinking about you. So I wasn't ready for you. But when I hit college, obviously, um, I was still somewhat similar. I didn't go out and like party. I didn't like drink or anything like that. So like, it was like, um, it was definitely dope. It was unreal. It was definitely dope, obviously, but. You know, it's it starting to get awkward because when I would go places, like, like you know, I was still kind of, like, figuring myself out mm-hmm. as well as a man. So you go places and people are staring at you. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, they're, they're like you know, what are they looking at? Or I go into class and kids are, like, it's when Twitter first came. Right. Kids are tweeting at me and stuff or, like, hey, I'm standing behind you. Like, oh, eventually, like, yeah, like, my privacy was kind of gone where you try to go to, like, the mall and stuff. And, it, and it, it was a beautiful thing, like, to experience. But at the same time, like, when you're not, like, when you don't really understand it and it starts transforming, you're kind of like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. The dopest thing was, was Drake came and performed at our school right before he dropped his first album. And then he brought me on stage. Oh, that's cool. So I that didn't was, know that. That was, that was probably, I was like, what, that's 2010? Wild. Yeah, that's wild. Man. Yeah, so <laughs> I, it's funny. So um, I was declaring for the draft. I'll tell you this whole, this whole scene. So low key, I thought I was going to come back to college. My senior year, I don't know why. I really want to win a championship. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, 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 but also, mind you, like, the dudes I play with are still, like, my best friends. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we... we Who, was Diebler was Diebler, on that team? I just talked to him earlier. What's Dave, my man? No, David Lighty. David Lighty. Everybody yeah. loved David Lighty. Yeah. Everybody loved him. I thought he'd be a pro. That's why, yeah, that's what I thought, too. But he, they're killing overseas. Yeah, He's doing yeah, his no, thing he overseas. Did, yeah. Great. Dallas Lardell's my brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. P.J. Hill, Will Buford, like... I truly, you know what I'm saying, love, like, those were my best friends. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So that was another thing, like, like you know, you I'm a loyal, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm a loyal, you know what I'm saying? I'm a loyal dude to a certain extent, damn near to at fault. You know, they were damn near like, bro, you bugging. But so I was, I was, I remember I, was, I left to go to, uh, where did I go? I left to go. I won a couple of National Player of Year awards. I think I came out to the Wooden or whatever, I think. And um, 
I had to come out to Wooden. We were doing, like, NLA and everything or whatever like that. I remember being, like, walking around or whatever, just kicking it, like, enjoying myself. Like, damn, like, in my head, I'm like, yo, everything I see I can have if I want it. Right. If I just say I'm leaving college. Mm -hmm. So whatever, I fly back into Columbus, you feel me? I go back into Columbus. I'm, I'm driving around campus trying to get to class. So mind you, so many – it's hard to find parking spots. You know what I'm saying? So, so many I'm, parking spots. So I'm like low-key in my head. I'm like, that's strike one. You feel me? <laughs> so then I, I, go, I go into the class, and teacher's like, it's auditorium full of people. I'm still somewhat shy at the time, so I don't like being put on the spot. Teacher's like, you're late, and don't let it happen again. I'm damn late. Like, <laughs> this is the first day. You on my head? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm in my head, I'm like, bro, I could... I don't have I don't to, need to be here. I, I don't need to be here. <laughs> bro, the second she said... Oh, we're about to have a quarter long. Ohio State did quarters back then. Yeah. The Ohio State did quarters. We're about to have a quarter long project. I'm like, oh, that's straight three, baby. I text Coach Mine and said, yo, I need to talk to you. <laughs> they put us in our groups. I said, yo, y'all got to find somebody else. I won't be back here. And they're like, and everybody's kind of like, huh? And I was like, you got to find a different partner. I got to go. Right. I hop in my whip, go straight, literally go straight to Coach Mine's office. I'm like, Coach, I'm out. He said, hurry back. Well, Hurry up, go home and change so we can do this press conference. I'm like, why don't we just do it tomorrow? He's like, no, it's gonna get out. I'm like, I don't think so. By the time I hit the car, a girl I was dating at the time was like, are you going? You already decided? I'm like, what the oh, hell? No way. So, like he so, got game, man. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So listen, so that happened. So I go, I do the press conference. We do the press conference in, in the auxiliary gym uh -huh. because our main court was going to be used by Drake. So oh. I, yeah, so I just get done, you know, declaring. I go downstairs. I'm with David Lighty, and we see Drake doing sound checks. So it's like 3.30. So I'm like, yo, you think he knows who I am? And he's like, yeah, fool, he knows who you are. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, okay, well, whatever. So I'm like, I go out there, which is the dumbest thing ever. It's like somebody walking in and interrupt our practice. Like, hey, yo, Drake. <laughs> hey, yo, Drizzy. Right? So he's kind of like. Who is that? We're doing a sound no, no, check. Yeah, yeah, no, but he stopped it, but you couldn't see because it's so the bright. Lights, like, yeah. yeah, he's like, who is that? And I'm like, look at Dave, like, fool, you <laughs> embarrass the shit out of me, man. Like, you know? So when I'm about to turn around, like, you know, drop, you know, try to pick my head up, keep the little confidence I have, he turns like, hey, yo, he stops, like, hey, yo, come here. I'm like, Go up, meet him. I'm like, hey, what's up, bro? I'm E.T. And he's like, bro, I know who you are. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I was like, I'm big fan. He's like, yo, come on a tour bus. I'm going to be done right after this. So um, I go to the locker room, grab a jersey, sign it for him. We legit go on a tour bus. Me, at this time, Diebler, we go on a tour bus. We're le legit kicking it. Yeah. Kicking it with him and his homies That's on so the tour cool. bus and shit. So he's like, yo, you coming to the, you coming to the concert tonight? And I was like, well, yeah, no, nah, I'm going to pull up. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's like, back, come in, and I got you. So I'm like, sounds good. So I, I walked through the front door. I was super weird about like kind of always getting yeah. like, like special perks in a sense. Like, you know? So I walked through the front. So I walk in, they set up like a little private area for me and stuff. So I'm like, all right. So Drake has a line now, I'll run a game, you stupid mother sock eyes. I see all this money through my Ohio State Buckeyes. So then he's like, E.T., E.T., where you at? Like, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, so people start screaming. I'm like, yo, that's good enough for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out, that's all you yeah, did. Yeah, I was like, that's good enough for me. <laughs> so then people come and grab me like two minutes later. It's like, Drake wants you on stage. Drake wants you on stage. I'm kind of like, like I said, this time I'm still like really shy in a sense. I'm like, you know, yes. Dave, Dave was like my big brother, Lighty. So I'm like, Dave, come with me. Like, you know, so, so he brought me on stage, obviously, and, you know, everybody showed love. And then afterwards, we went to the after party. And then when I pulled up or whatever, he's like, yo, you know, my after party's for you, bro, everything. And we kicked it on. We, we literally kicked it on his tour bus after for like 35 minutes. And it was like the most down-to-earth dude. Super, 
genuinely one of the nicest people. Yeah. yeah. You want to know something? We talked about relationships. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's like, you got a girl. He was like, yo, do you, he, uh, he's like, do you plan on being with her? I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to try to make it work. He's like, well, if you want to make it work, you can. You know, it's, gonna, it's just, just going to take effort. Like, he was encouraging. That's crazy. Yeah, you would think, like, it's the other way around. Like, yeah. He was encouraging me, like, yo, just, you know, if you're going to do it, make sure, you know. You put that effort in and, you know, don't let anybody tell you different. You wow. know what I'm saying? I love that. I love to hear that. I had that solid moment about, <laughs> solid moment to say about him. So no. when, he got, when he brought you up on stage, what do you do? Like you're not singing with him. You're not rapping. No, you I just, oh, I definitely want to sing. One thing I want to do <laughs> if I had to look back, if it was Evan now, I would have... St- I would have staged that. You know what I'm saying? I, would have <laughs> I swear to God, I would have crowd. Yeah, then, then, I promise. I would have crowd. Oh, top three pick. Yeah, yeah, prospect. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I would have crowd. Raise his ankle. Because somebody oh, no, dislocated I, shoulder. I was worried about somebody taking my wallet. That was it. I'm like, bro. At the end of the day, make sure you have your car keys and your wallet. But like, all I did, you know, he had, he gave me like a moment. It's like, yo, I told y'all I had a surprise for you at that time. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, shit. That's so cool. I might have been busy to go see Drake mm-hmm. that night. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how it was kind of like moving in a sense. So. Like, when it came down to it, it was like everybody was going crazy. And it was just like, I just thanked them. Like, it was, it was so unbelievable. Cool. And it, it was dope. And when it comes down to it, it's like the humility of it because some people could act like they don't know you or act like any type of way as opposed to showing love. You know what I'm saying? I love to hear he's, that. He's, he, him, yeah. like, he's really good at being a genuinely good dude. Yeah. Which is kind of, it's weird for the money and power influence that yeah. he has for him to be such a down to earth yeah. guy. It's the same thing with Cole. J. Cole is the same oh, yeah. way. Like, J. Cole is super nice and, and the kind of person who would have a conversation with you about something real. Yeah, no, as absolutely. As to, what are y'all doing after this and what are we going to yeah. do after this? Like, you you want to know who else chance the rappers like that yeah. too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like He's a legit down to earth like real dude. But it's like when it comes down to it, which is why I hate I don't dislike meeting people I've been fans of or anything like that but it's like yo at the end of the day, it's like, or like sometimes I hate when I see people friends and it's like they're only friends because of this. It's like, yo, like it's cool if we just dab each other up, but like right. if I can't have a real relation, like conversation with you or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like I much rather hold off two years on meeting you where at the right time will, you know, mm-hmm. prevail, where it's like, all right, bro, we yeah. sit down and chop it up much more than let me take a pick for the gram. And you don't want to be disappointed, like when you have someone you look up to or just that you admire, yeah. and then you meet them and they're not ex- exactly how you imagined them yeah. to be. So that's nice that he actually... No, they're ill dudes, bro. They're, even better than up. you thought. Yeah. Who's somebody you met through since like that had you starstruck? That had you like, oh, like starstruck? That's a did, good did they know who I was or no? <laughs> uh, you I, tell I, us. I, I, both, both. I'll, I'll tell you both okay, those stories. Okay, so... Uh, this is gonna sound stupid, but like literally every person I've met who's on the TV show Power, what they know who I am, and I'm always like, how is this possible? So, Jerry Ferraro who plays the lawyer, Proctor, Turtle, legend, yeah. yeah. Dre who play, uh, the, it was played by Rotimi. Mm-hmm. Rotimi, Rotimi plays, yeah. uh, who else? Uh, my man, um, Ghost James St. Patrick. No, I I haven't met him, but I met. Uh, he was Omar. Is that his name? He was the he, he was uh, Tommy's right hand man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's all these people are like, oh man, da, da. I'm like, what's going on here, man? It, it's it's weird being on ESPN because, like, I'll tell you the difference between me and you. The difference between me and you is that you've grown up with some level of like notoriety. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. sure, true. It true. ain't huge. Like it starts in he's one of the best high school players yeah. in in Chicago. In that area, and that yeah. means something, yes. right? And you go places in Chicago, people know who you are, right? Yeah. Then you get recruited to Ohio State. And if, correct me if I'm wrong, you came to Ohio State like the year after. Greg and I'm like. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So Ohio State at this point is like 
Yeah. Uh, marquee program in basketball. Yeah, three yeah. Top, yeah, three top five recruiting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so you come through, and and again, it's like people know who you are in Columbus, and yeah. you, you know you playing on national TV, right? and, yeah. then, and then you're in the NBA, and then it all hell breaks loose after yeah. that. Everyone knows who you are, right? Yeah. For me, like I came literally straight out of the gutter, like yeah. <laughs> sewage on me. And, Timberlands on, of yes, course. Yes, absolutely. New York yeah. on New York Even in the summertime, right? <laughs> the and, mug. and no expectation of ever, like I knew I was going to be something, Yeah. but be something doesn't mean like people know who you are, right? Yeah, like I don't know who the greatest hand surgeon in the world is. Mm -hmm. He's something, but nobody knows who he is. Yeah. Unless you're It's Tom Davis, actually. Oh. No, okay. just kidding. <laughs> oh, just like, That's my cousin. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm working, and I'm working for, even when I'm working for a team, and that's a cool job, and once you get to know people, what do you do? I work for the Suns. Oh, we're da-da-da. Like, we go to Vegas for Summer League, and we're getting in the places. Just be like, ah, man, I got you. I throw some Summer League tickets to a guy in, like, a Suns polo. We good, right? <laughs> But then you start doing this, and now this means when I say something on Twitter, people actually are reacting who yeah. aren't my friends, yeah, right? That's mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah. Like that's that's weird. And then you get on TV, and then it's like people are angry about what you said about this. And and my favorite is when players get mad about what I said. Yeah, that's like, just so corny. I'm just like, <laughs> no, I'm ugh. unless you attack them personally. There's no need to be mad about it. Dude, I had I had a player. I ain't gonna. No, dude, I was just gonna say, tell I, us who's know, been the man, most mad. No, tell me what it, I know for I, sure. I got two it's stories. Only three or four of them that be acting. A one fool. story <laughs> where I shrugged, and one story where I was legitimately fearful for for my for my well being. Really? So the shrug was the shrug was was I'll say it's Patrick Beverly, right? Because hmm? I was on a show with Scottie Pippen, David Fisdale, Rachel Nichols hosting, and me, right? And I don't even remember what we were talking about, but I remember my segment wasn't that long because I popped in and I popped out, and I remember Scotty said something. And Fizz agreed, and then I agreed too. And Patrick Beverly teaches, who is this a mean guy? They just be letting anybody on. I'm like, bro, are you <laughs> mad at the point that you need to be mad at the top yeah. 50 player and yeah. the head coach yeah. in this league? Why are you mad at me it for? It was easier to be mad at you. So what I just did was I replied with a picture of Kadeem Hardison and uh, White Man Can't Joe. I said, man, love you, White Man Can't Joe. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that, that's, that, and that's pretty much my philosophy in life when it comes to that. Did he chill out or did it get He never responded. Like, people, uh, Twitter got, had a field day. He never yeah. responded. I met him after that, like, and he didn't bring it up, so I didn't bring it up. So <laughs> that's probably a good, good move. The story where I was fearful for myself, I am not going to say the player's name because I like this guy. and You and I can guess, though. You could yeah, probably guess who it was. But I was talking about the player in a positive way. And somehow I got off air and I find a DM and he said, and I know him, by the way, I know him. Yeah. That's the key part here. This isn't someone like I talking about yeah, some yeah, rando yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I know this guy, right? And he says, you think you're funny, huh? Let's see how funny you are when I see you in these streets in LA okay. this summer. Oh, shit. And I'm like, Matt Barnes. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh. Uh, uh. Huh? <gasps> I'm just gonna continue oh, telling the story. Uh, I think you nailed it. Man, so I, I said, person bringing it to your door. I yeah, said, well, what did I point. say? And he says, you know what you said. And to me, that's the international sign of I don't know what you said. So, Someone yes, came and told me yes. that you were talking trash, right? Yes. You talking shit. Mm. So like I was like, <sighs> so I looked up at the schedule and literally I was <laughs> flying out of Phoenix <laughs> that night, but Memphis was into. He played for Memphis at the time. Memphis was in town that night. So I was like, all right, my flight's a red eye. I'm gonna, I wasn't planning on going to this game. I'm going to go to the game. So I 
DM'd him back and said, I'm going to be at the game. And this is the part where people say, you're, man. You're brave. I'm not brave. That's why I did it at a game and not in the streets. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, but at the same time, you're, but if, what's right is right, what's right. wrong is wrong. Period, my my thing is, if know? I said something yeah. that, was, that upset him, I need to know what it was, first of all, before I get my ass whooped. And, mm -hmm. and I, then I can figure out whether, hey, I didn't say that or uh, that's not what I meant. Or, man, I was just trying to be funny because mm -hmm. it legitimately could have happened. But that's, I know that they didn't happen in that situation because I wouldn't joke about yeah. uh, him in that way. So, so, when I saw, when I got there, I was waiting. I sat right under the basket while they all came out to warm up. And he was the last one to come warm up. And I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm going to let him do, go through yeah. routine. And then I'm going to catch up with him. And so he went through his routine. And then, like, he started going to the tunnel. I said, Matt, Matt. And he keeps going into the tunnel. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Because over here on the court, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. thousands the tunnel, of people. The in that tunnel. Oh, my God. <laughs> Matt got time. And I was like, all right, here we go. Matt. And I went into the tunnel. He turns around. And he looked at me. And I could tell by the way he looked at me, he had done some digging. Mm -hmm. It turns out, like, he's whatever, whether the person who said, he, he turned around. He probably asked somebody, yo, did you hear him say that? Yeah. Well, nah, but uh, as soon as, because the look he had in his eyes was like, I'm not mad at you anymore. Yeah. He's, and, but he's like, yo, I, I got to go. We got coaches meeting right now, but we're good. Uh, cool. I'll, I'll see you later. Yeah. And that's why I know I'm like, all right. That's good. That's so funny. But, that I, but I know that that's like, Matt played for us in, in Phoenix, yeah. right? So I'm like, I'm not there. I see people all the time say, oh, he's a fake tough guy. Like, no, he's not. Uh, yeah. he, he's one of the realists there. He was one of the last of a dying breed in terms of mm -hmm. tough to the point where, yeah, you, you know, you talk about proud to yeah. a flaw to your own fault. Yeah. Matt's one of those tough yeah. to a flaw. Oh, no, of course. You know what, what sometimes bothers me? I'm not taking it away from people, but we kind of did it ourselves. But it's like a fake tough guy, fake tough guy, fake tough guy. Like a big basketball player will get labeled a fake tough guy. And then they'll tell you the hockey players Oh, the yeah. toughest dudes on earth, yeah. and it's like, bro, like no disrespect to the like hockey player, but you know, like that yeah, whole, no, that's true. yeah, that whole like turn, but it's like, yo, we get in so much trouble, even, like we get in trouble. Shoot, if 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 a ball accidentally bounces into the stands, yeah, mm -hmm. and then mind you, like look, you see Chris fought the other night, Ibaka. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Like, what did you guys? So I mean, you one know of those, those punches two guys. take somebody's head off. What did you think of that? Like, was that cheap, or I mean, what, what? What do you think happened before? Something That's happened that before. was my question. That's what I want to know. Too. I was like, because no one reacts like that. Because he did the little, you know, how sometimes yeah. ball coming up, you, you tug a guy on the elbow so he yeah, can't jump, right. or whatever. Yeah. That's not worthy of a reaction. Like there had to have been something else. But I don't know. I watched like a few minutes before I rewound it on um, on Second Spectrum or whatever. Watch it. I didn't see anything. Nothing egregious. Nothing mm -hmm. like he hit him in the nuts and then mm -hmm. ran away. Like. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what it was. And I, uh, excuse me. And I heard, um, I guess he was upset. There was a play maybe Chris could have, I might have hit, fouled Danny Green hard or something along those lines. Danny Green or Ibaka. It was something weird something like that. Something happened so, before. But nothing just, oh, hey, I have a weird opinion on that. One, I, one, I'm saying it had to be justifiable for Serge to react like that. I like Serge. I think Serge is a, is a good dude. I, I've never known Serge in any way for me. He's, he's not looking for it. That, that's you know? what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. he's in scuffles, but like. But he's not the guy who's looking that's for it. That's what I'm saying. I don't, yeah, yeah he, I never heard him, like anybody say anything off the wall about him. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. But then, like, it was just like, too, like, Chris is like, how old is Chris? 22? Yeah, 21? he's a young dude. Yeah, so. It's like, I'm 30. You know what I'm saying? So. Only thing I kind of felt bad, it's like, bro, that's a little-ass kid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like... Uh, but, no, but, I mean, there's no lines or anything, but yeah. I'm talking about whatever, do <laughs> what you got to do. But, like, 
But like when it comes down, I mean, went from behind him, choked him, tried. Yeah, it, like he know? went, he went ten. He yeah, didn't yeah, went 10 there were no for sure. steps yeah. in the between, yeah, that's what, that's and didn't saying. see it coming. That's the thing that I mean, I I've know, never been you in a scuffle. See but. it, bro. My man Chris got a write off. Yeah, he did. He got a write off. He did his thing. Ibaka, yo, Ibaka's shooting percentage on punches or not? Because <laughs> we, we ran like almost like Shaq's. We yes. <laughs> We ran because we ran. We ran like all uh, the jump because we're assholes. We ran like the montage of all the Ibaka fights, and in every single every fight, one. it's like whew, right over. It's almost like in the movies, like movie actors, stuntmen. Yeah. You're not actually supposed to hit him. Just throw your punch yeah. right by his ear, uh, no, right there. But the one with uh, Robin Lopez would knocked his head smooth. That thing, but was, that thing was fast and slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. That thing was like, I'm like, did you see how pop? Like in slow motion, it was still like, mm. oh my you know gosh. what I'm saying? That would hurt. My my favorite one that we showed was uh, him and James Johnson. Oh, he's like, oh, like everybody <laughs> thought like, yo, because James Johnson was like, wait a second, what? And you could tell Serge was like, oh shit, shit, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, nah, uh, nah, nah, nah. Sir, that wasn't the one. Yeah, no. sir, yeah, low key. I was like, bro, just watch his feet. Like that's all I keep hearing about is James Johnson's feet. So I'm like, bro, like do you know who you was just hitting? Like. You know his story, right? Yeah, he's a black belt, right? His his father. Not just he's a black belt. The entire family. Oh wow! Brothers and sisters. Their their parents were both black belts, and they opened a dojo up in Wyoming. And so all the kids were black belts, and they trained everybody in Wyoming who wanted to be an MMA or anything, right? Oh my gosh! He told the story. He told the story on Highly Questionable one time, of his brother was you know after getting a little old started talking back to his dad, Mm -hmm. mad disrespectful. And so they had a policy that we don't give whoopings here. We go to the octagon. Oh, wow. oh God. So they go to the octagon, and they're, out, they're there, and they face up. After and, family dinner. <laughs> and he said his brother, like, bowed, like, you know, because they bow before you fight, right? And he said when he bowed, his pops hit him with the meanest uppercut in the world. It, like, lifted him up in the air and fell, right? Oh, and, my gosh. And the dad said, if it was about respect, we wouldn't be in here. Oh my gosh, that's badass. That is badass. But like, <laughs> that's know. the, like, you gotta think about, like, that's the environment this dude And then you kind of like, damn, that's right. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, like, the, the logic dope. behind it is there. But you gotta also understand, like, James Johnson is a dude who can, like, you could put a can of Coke. On a rim. On they say he can kick the rim. And he can yeah. Yeah, no way. roundhouse it. That's yeah. awesome. So it's like you're not just fighting like, oh man, he, like that guy's tough to fight. Like no, no you're, you're he, he might kill you're you. You're fighting someone who has been trained yes. to, what, to injure you. What yes. do you think the best what do you think the best NBA fight is you've ever seen? The best fight ever? Some people say Kobe. Or well, I guess that wasn't a, a fight. He just got a two piece in a, in a biscuit. <laughs> Uh, Dr. J and Larry Bird was pretty legit. The choke, because yeah. he's choking him. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. J, Larry Bird. Uh, was the Malice at the Palace just kind of messy? No, because it wasn't. It was they were fighting fans. Yeah, man. that. Yeah, like, that. That. That's not. That's very true. It's not. You know, you punching a guy who's like with a yeah. beard. <laughs> yeah. he's like excited about it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, but Ron Artest got off that table like the Undertaker. Like, oh, I, I like, heard about. Oh. Huh? I'm like, oh. My favorite Stephen Jackson told the story said they get back in the locker room and literally everyone's like, they're drenched in beer because people are throwing stuff at them. And I sit there and Stack is like, like in his mind, like, geez, like, was my career over? Are we going to get like expelled from the NBA? Yeah. And, and he said, Ron says, 
You think we get in any trouble? <laughs> no, what are you talking that. about? <laughs> I just risked my whole career for this. <laughs> so when I was in Indiana, Ron was yeah. That put that put the that put the franchise back oh, in like five or six years. No, and then everyone became Colts. Every fans. time there's yeah, every time there's a scuffle. Oh. Yeah, I remember there used to be a scuffle. They would get hella tense and be mm-hmm. like, "Yo, yo, oh, it was super sensitive. This can't happen. Yeah, this oh. can't happen." They didn't like anymore. us talking about bringing it up. So, um, oh, yeah, do no. you know Mark Boyle? Yeah. So the radio guy, yeah. In, yeah. So he and I were buddies. He was telling me the, the, after that fight. So he he, tra- he he was right in the middle of it. So he tried to you know stop Ronnie. And he's like, yeah. Ronnie, just stop it. Good and luck. he just pushed him aside and broke like three vertebrae in Marfo's oh, back. Oh man! So he was messed up, jacked up, right? So like he's the trainer was like tending to him. He was finally been back on the plane, kind of to what you said about are we gonna get in trouble for that? Ron wasn't really thinking that it was that big of a deal. So Ron like kind of hops on the plane like just like do do do. Looks at Mark. Mark's like leaning over like ice. Yeah. He's a he's a mess, and he looks. He goes, Mark. What happened to what you? Happened to you? <laughs> what happened to you? Ron's, Ron's another genuinely nice guy. Everyone says I've only heard wonderful things about Ron. Like, it's funny. Like I would say this to you know listeners or whatever. All the NBA players that you think are jerks are actually they turn out to be like Russ Westbrook's one of the nicer people yeah. too. Stephen Jackson. Like that's I, like I I remember working in the league and we would hear Stephen Jackson was the best teammates of all time. That's cool. People would say that. And we're like, really? Because all you see is him acting up and all mm-hmm. that. And then, like, I got to work with him. I'm like, oh, man, I get it now. Because unlike many people, and I, I'm not saying this is, like, people who don't do this are bad people, but he genuinely cares about the people he works with. Not not just the players. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Like, mm-hmm. I've seen him come into the studio at the jump mm-hmm. and ask the PAs what's going on and the director and the crew, the camera people. That's what good people do. Like he, and the makeup girl. And, the, mm-hmm. and the, like, he knows everybody and he, he genuinely cares. He knows people's kids' names and stuff like that. And that's just who he is. Um, and he's in, the most honest human being I've ever met in my life, man. Like, that dude. Y'all want to guess? Now, I don't know. You might have to... How much censoring you guys have to do, but... Well, like we are not. <laughs> he's, he's he'll say whatever it is without any hesitation, without any sugarcoating, mm-hmm. um, even if it's detrimental to himself, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And that's the thing that it took me a while to like, yo, like he, as a friend, I'm like, you need someone around you to be like, stack, we need to go now, because mm-hmm. yeah. he'll say anything, and he's like, yeah, I'm not. Why would I deny yeah. what happened to me? Why would I pretend like that didn't happen? Yeah. So you know. But honest to honest to a fault, maybe a little bit. Honest to a fault. There you go. To a fault. Yeah, but sometimes at the end of the day, you gotta look in the mirror at all. Like maybe it was you know it could be a pride thing, but sometimes like like I said, when you're right, you're right. Like I've been in situations where I've had to repeat what I said a few times, and 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 it's been like it might not be the best thing for me to repeat it. But at the end of the day, it's like nah, bro, I didn't do anything wrong. Right. Like you know what I'm saying, and it's, you mm-hmm. you understand. So probably it feels like that all the time. So like just keeping it like. It's weird. It's not even like in a, I got to make my point, so I'm going to say whatever. Yeah. It's it's just, so I remember we had a player who was a young player uh, on a team, uh, but now has became the best player on the team, you know, because people got traded and stuff like that. And he came to do the jump. He was in the green room. And it was me and I want to say T-Mac and the player and a couple of his friends. And we're all talking, you know, just you know, wasting time, whatever. And he's very reserved and whatever. And like giving his, oh yeah, how's it going? Da, mm-hmm. da, da. And then Steven Jackson comes in and he got his lunch and he's eating his lunch and he starts telling this story. And I, to this day, I can't remember what the story was, mm-hmm. but it was a story that l- painted him in a very bad light, but he's just telling him, like, yeah, man. And, and it, oh, he was telling the player, oh, you need to tell so-and-so to get the da, 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 cause this happened to me. And, and then he starts telling the story and it, it don't look good in the story, mm-hmm. but it was so like honest mm-hmm. that literally we go over in the green room 
to the show, and the kid gets up there and says, we say, well, what do you need to get better? You know, you're, you're coming into your own, you're now you're mm-hmm. like, you're getting this, and right? And he says, I need to learn how to be a leader. I've never been a leader in my entire life. Wow. And I was like, whoa! Like, That's who amazing. says that? Yeah. Who's, yeah. And I said, I'll tell you, who says that? Someone who's been hanging out with Steven Jackson, Jackson. Yeah. for 15 minutes. Because his honesty makes you want to be more honest. Yeah. Makes you want to not be... Um, Ash- like ashamed or trying to put up a yeah, front or anything. Oh yeah, yeah. Like sometimes people are like, no, no, I'm good. Like, when, like internally you're not, mm-hmm. but you know, I can't go out there and say like, I'm scared. Like, yeah. he did that, and I was like, man, like that's that was Stephen Jack. We didn't do anything. Yeah. Me and uh, me and Mac were just sitting there like, okay, like, and that was it. Did he become a better leader? Probably not. Like, <laughs> but uh, like I feel like if I, answer, if I answer that question, you probably don't know what I'm talking about. But like. Um, but you know, I, that doesn't matter, though. Correct. Right? Because Stephen Jackson wasn't around him every day after that. It was just that one moment now, in time. And, you know, that's. You ever, I don't know who wrote the article, but they were talking about the shootout that they had in Indy. <laughs> how how crazy that was. 116 and like, shots or whatever. And he was like, man, I, he said somebody tried to hit me. Didn't he say he, somebody tried to hit him with a car? No, the they ground. hit him with a car. Yeah. He hit the ground. All his teeth came out of his mouth. Out. So he said, I got up and I just. I, I aired it out. I'm like, yep. God, th- damn. Oh, the clip. They're like, damn, sure. He emptied the clip. He's out there like, old dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Straight up, yeah. yeah. Like, he was telling, I'm like, bro, I had to double check a couple times. Like, is this Steve, a Steven Jackson story or is he telling a story about his friend? <laughs> no, no. Was it not? That was crazy. That was that was crazy. And he's like, bro, my, I had to get his whole thing rewired. Yep. But he was like, bro, he kept it real. Like, bro, I aired that whole, like, what did he say? I aired that bitch yep. out right away. So he told like, me a story about him he was on our podcast and he told a story about before he got drafted <laughs> this oh man i don't even feel comfortable <laughs> in this story because it's literally like legal ramifications to it but he did something that literally could have gotten him a lot of years in prison mm-hmm. just because he did a favor for someone who had done a favor for him oh, and i was like what like you're literally three months away from the draft what are you thinking he's like Hey man, that guy took care of me, so I'm uh, like I'm I'm always be 100 with the people who keep 100 nah, with me. Yeah, and I was and then I was like then I said to him, that's messed up. That dude should knows who you are, yeah, knows where you're going in life. Should not have asked you to do that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, in retrospect, that was kind of messed up. <laughs> yeah, but not only that, but he probably knows he asked because he know knows he would have done it. Too, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because I think one of the biggest thing, not to speak on Steve, uh, you know, Steven or anything like that, crazy. But like one thing I learned about him to say a lot was like they asked why did he go up in the stands. Oh, no. And he said, bro, his brother died, right? Yep. And he said, like, he never, ever forgave himself for not being there. For, for not him. doing oh, something. Oh, jeez. Yep. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's that, but that's who he is. Yeah, and that was, like, when he was in high school, he, and he said, shit, his brother got shot or something. Yep. And he said he never, ever forgave himself for not being there for him. So, so that, wow. He's on, a, that, on that part, he's unapologetic. He said, the funniest thing, he said, if Ron had ran up at Ben Wallace, I would have thought more. Like, yeah. like Ben was like, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> oh, you know, I would never. Oh, mess because with ben no, that's why I'm sorry. Oh, this, now it's not as funny a story because I guess that day Ben Wallace's brother had died, mm. oh, and so man. everyone knew that Ben was like mm. on edge. Sure. So like, he said, when, if Ron had run up on Ben, like he would have been like, oh, that would have been a tough one. I, I, I don't, I don't know, know about that. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Have you ever been in? I feel like every time there's even been a scuffle on our team, at least you're always the guy trying to stop it. Have you mm. ever been? Involved in one? I never like threw a punch on a court. No, no. Like, I mean, you, I get a, I, you naturally get into scuffles every now and then. But you don't think much of it. Like, in me, I just like it's just a bad tense. I say, man, I always call him hissy fits, man. So, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's ten second hissy fit because if anything happened that moment, 
I wouldn't want like of course I know I would have to protect myself, but like I wouldn't I didn't come to go come to the game mm-hmm. to have that or you know what I'm saying have yeah. that eye there. So but no you, you're getting scu- you're getting disagreements and that, it just is what it is. But you don't it's over after that. Like, who cares? The, the real fights happen in practice. Yeah. yeah, that's the ones where you like yeah. you see people air it out like and you're like okay like. Let let them tucker themselves I, out, and then, and then you get the eye guys bring it up. Yeah, I've heard I know, a lot. Actually, of, one thing yeah. I got, yeah, it was, it was with Lance Stevenson in practice. <laughs> yes, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, we just grabbed each other by the throat. Oh yeah, no big. It's a hissy fit. It's a hissy fit. Because <laughs> up until that point, me and Lance were around each other twenty four seven. We were like, I thought we were best friends. <laughs> 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 best friends, and I was like, you know no, what? No, but bro? Lance is a different different breed. I mean, oh, no, Lance is emotional. Yeah, he can go to like to ten and. We were Real quick. we were both very immature. I think I was like 24, and Lance was probably 21 at the time, 22. Mm-hmm. But yeah, was it that long, man? Right, it, it was 2014 or something. It was 2014. Oh my god! I was saying time's going by quick. I saw a tweet today. Someone said, uh, "What is it? LeBron James is going to miss the playoffs for the first time since I watched, started watching basketball." And I was like, <laughs> "How old are you? Like, yeah. you, like this is someone in the oh. media who wrote this." I'm like, "What? You, th- you think it's crazier? Let's speak on that. Mm-hmm. You think it's crazier?" When LeBron missed the playoffs or when Kobe missed the playoffs at one time? No, this is crazy because when Kobe missed the playoffs, he was hurt for a lot of that year. We're talking about 04, 05, right? And the team was trash. Like, the team was trash. It was like Rudy Tomjanovic that came out of retirement to to coach and, like, Mm. the the roster was terrible. There was no expectation for them to be good. Um, LeBron, I'm not saying – Here's the thing. I thought there was a chance they'd miss the playoffs, but I thought they'd be like 45 wins and yeah. just, uh the eighth seed in the West this mm-hmm. year, 147. That's I, I didn't think it'd be ever. Even if you told me he was going to miss 18 games, you could never tell me they were going to be yeah, I never th- like this this bad this late in the season. All right, so if you so if you were in the front office and you were Dale Demps, would you have done that trade? If I, first of all, if I'm Del Demps, my, my my job is on the line, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because right. clearly, right after, yeah, yeah. he got fired. Um, I think, I think I would be more upfront. I wouldn't do what he did yeah. or what he allegedly did, which is play around. Basically, yeah. I, I would be upfront and say, "Look, this is a great offer, but we know there because of the salary cap rules, there's one team out there that can offer us more, mm-hmm. and just can't right now." So I, I think I could see myself waiting and telling Rich Paul and Anthony Davis, we'll trade you. It's going to be at the end of the year, though. I'm not going to do it at this yeah. point. If Now, if Boston wasn't restricted like that and, you know, the deals came in at the trade deadline, I would have I done a deal. But knowing that Boston can, can potentially offer me more, I, I can't do that deal right now. That's, it, it just... It's like knowing that there's a guy who's it wants to buy the same kind of car that you're trying to sell, but his check don't come in until July one, yeah. mm-hmm. right? You, I guess you still kind of are. I don't know. It's difficult because here's this is this was my logic. Let's say you wait and then Boston comes up with an offer that's not as good. It's not like the Lakers went and said, "All right, well, we're gonna trade we'll trade all this stuff for something else." The guys are still on the roster, right? You know Ingram and Lonzo Ball yeah. and all those guys are still there. So worst case scenario, the Laker offer could still be available yeah. in ju- in June or like on draft time. I wouldn't. Like, you're wasting my time. <laughs> like wasting our time. You know what I'm saying? To a certain extent. I mean, like you have to just know that this is the best offer. Yeah. If this is the best offer available, but you know there's another offer that's out there. Yeah, because. That- 
say you so you get a trade for so you get a trade for your, your, your young guys yeah. now is Jason Tatum. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Or no, Jalen Brown. Yeah. They've got like four first round picks yeah. uh, that's yeah. coming in this draft. So you got that, and you say Tatum and Brown, and two of those picks. Yeah. That's already better than what the Lakers are. No, of course. Are. That's, that's, two, that's two young guards that average 20 throughout a whole playoff. But see, here's the other part of the equation, which is why I'm like, why I wait? It's not only just that, but let's just say they don't offer those, right? They end up saying, hey, man, we'll give you. Uh, Marcus Smart and uh, a future second round pick like that deal is not so good. I know the Lakers didn't turn around and trade all their stuff for you know for George Murazan or whatever. Like <laughs> that stuff is still waiting. They're still waiting over yeah. there. So yeah. if I know that you're still gonna be, it's not like you're gonna buy another car. But I know this guy might offer me more. It doesn't hurt for me to wait. Oh, of course. Other than. The awkwardness at this season, at like now. Yeah, like I just the, thought like the reports were like they kept saying no, that's not good enough. They damn near threw a whole team at. Like you understand what I'm saying? Like it, it seemed like from the outside looking in, it looked like they did everything they asked them to do. Yeah, and they were just like, oh no, still we're, we're straight. So you said one six first round picks, but the other thing that messed them up was Porzingis got traded. He hurt and got mm-hmm. traded, and they got two first round picks and salary cap relief and Dennis Smith for him. Mm-hmm. Tobias Harris got traded. And they got two first-round picks. So if I've got Anthony Davis, I'm saying, wait a second. The price may have been this many picks today, yesterday, I mean. Yeah, but, but today now, we just saw two guys who are not as good as him, yeah. one of whom is a yeah, broken right. man. Right. Yeah. They got two? Nah. I'm at least – I can see why I say I need at least six picks no, you're for right. first or whatever. All right. So we've had you for a very long time. We appreciate it. I have to ask you one last question before you go. Who's in the finals? Who wins it all? The Warriors, Warriors. You heard, no, you, you heard what Barkley said. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he yeah, had y'all, right? Yeah, so. That's a kiss of death right there. <laughs> That's so what I was, I was like, don't say that. You, you, you got to pick your allies. When we're there in June, don't, don't interview. I'm just joking. <laughs> I might be like, hey, bro, you owe me an interview. Hey, I'll talk, <laughs> I got to talk to you in the tunnel. Yeah, the rest of them talking to Dame and CJ. Come over here. I got, I got nothing but time. All right, who, well, who are they playing? Who are they beating? Nah, that's a tough one. Hey, we were in Toronto. That boy Kawhi looked like he, he might be out. Good. You look good. That good. Early in the year, I was saying Toronto, and I just keep waiting for Milwaukee to go through mm-hmm. their tough spot, and I'm like, they're not, it's not happening. I it's, know. And they went out and got more shooters at the deadline. Yeah, that's like, crazy. And then, it, man, what's crazy is, like, I want to say from, like, the roster alone, Philly, but then when you look at it, it's like you go up against Philly, it's, 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 it's no, obviously they have a great team, but sometimes it could be hitter. They might have a close game with the Bulls, or then they might look really mm-hmm. good, or they just might be like, you this know is, what I'm saying, like a flat line in is, a sense, but tons of talent. Philly doesn't know the roles aren't defined enough. I feel like right. the team that's going to come out of East, I think it's either the, the – I know the Celtics are great, but I think it's either the Raptors, Raptors or the Bucks because I feel those are two teams where, like, everyone shows up to work. I know exactly what's expected of me, what I'm supposed to do. And I look at Boston and Philly, I see a bunch of dudes like, all right, I'll do this, but, mm-hmm. you know, I could be doing something else. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and I, don't, I don't begrudge them on an individual level because that's what makes you a great player is trying to be pushed the envelope of how great you can be. Yeah. But in terms of trying to come together and be successful, I think that's what makes Golden State great. I think that's what yeah. makes Houston really tough is that those guys all know who, who's – Who's getting the rock here? What what I'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. or whatever? Um, you know, Richard Jefferson told that story. Mm-hmm. Remember when he, on the last play where the Kyrie hit the yeah. shot, where he's like, 
he's sitting in the corner. He's like, oh, fuck, please don't pass me the ball. <laughs> and then LeBron told him to get out. He's like, oh, thank yeah. God. Like, that's a guy who knows. Like, that. Uh, that's not my that's role. Not now, if we, said, we, if we had stopped, called timeout, drew up a play and said, RJ, you're going to be in the corner. Yeah. And if they collapse, they're going to hit you. Then it's like, okay, now I know what I'm doing. Right. But with, at that point, it's pickup ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. RJ is probably man. I already done enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How much more? Now, Bria, like, bring it home because I done what I was supposed to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's that's oh, wild. Thank yeah. you so much for doing this. Thanks, man. Oh, no problem. You're awesome. That was so much fun. Especially I don't have to answer the question. I, 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 didn't, I didn't tell you he was coming out the east. Yeah. All right, you go. Well, yeah, we'll we'll, a, we'll have you back on later and have this conversation. And thank you so much. We really appreciate no it. No problem. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us Thanks for, for another guy. road trip in. I appreciate Thanks, you, Robin.